How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Oh, hey, friends. How's it going? Welcome to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Sandra Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about five books that I think everybody should be reading in 2023. Now, for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to Amazon and grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. We're not even going to talk about that book on this list, but make sure you grab Shit You Don't Learn in College because that one's a given. All right, let's go ahead and dig right in. So uh, reading books. Everybody who wants to be successful thinks reading books is the coolest thing to do. But why, right? Well, uh, you hear me talk about this all the time. Our brain is uh, 95% subconscious. So obviously the information that we're consuming has a uh, really big part, a really big role on the programming of our subconscious mind and therefore our thoughts, our behaviors, our emotions, that sort of stuff. Also, uh, everybody knows that you... Everybody, every single person, every single human learns from the school of hard knocks, right? We learn from success. We learn from failure. We learn from mess ups. Uh, that's how we learn. But the more intelligent people and some of the wiser people, not only do they learn from their own mistakes, but they can also learn from others' mistakes and successes, right? Tony Robbins always says success leaves clues. So if we can learn the lessons of those who go before me, if we can stand on the shoulders of giants, we can get higher, Right. So reading books is one of the most powerful ways to uh, build your knowledge. But the one thing that I will tell everybody is knowledge without action yields nothing. Right. That's why, frankly, universities are not the most powerful institutions in the world, because knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. But if you never take the knowledge and put it into action, it never becomes wisdom. It never becomes truth. Right. So. We need to remember that we want to take in this knowledge. We want to take in books, podcasts. We want to hang out with the right people, programs, masterminds, right? But we got to understand that information alone will never get the results. That being said, let's dig into some really good information out there that I think everybody should be going through because not only will you learn, but you will also be programming your subconscious mind and it may actually influence your behavior, your thoughts, your actions as well. So these are the five books that I think everybody should read in 2023 if you want to be a successful person. And some of the books are entrepreneurial as well. So if you're if it's uh, if you're an entrepreneur, some of these are business related too. Now, the first book that I think everybody should read, uh, I read for the first time several years ago, and I reread it a couple of months ago, and I forgot how phenomenal it was, was The Richest Man in Babylon by George Classen. And in this book, it's tiny. It's like 80 pages or something like that, but it's a lot of allegories and anecdotes from uh, some stories from Babylon, you know, the supposedly richest city in the world to have ever existed. Um, and he talks about in it, they actually found some clay tablets that run through some of the basics, the fundamental principles of building wealth. 
And this is really simple stuff that 99% of people don't implement because uh, so much of our relationship to money is handed down to us from our parents, from our uh, friends, from media, you know, and we all have these money stories of what money is, what money can be, whether it's good or it's bad or it's the devil. And I like all of our relationship with money and then all of our habits and behaviors with money come around this. Now, the truth is money is one of the most important assets in the world, right? Money is closely tied to every other, uh, you know, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy, all of our needs, right? We have needs of of safety, meaning physical health and and uh, and shelter. Well, both of those things can be assisted with money. And then we move to food, and that can be assisted with money as well. And then we look at you know social status and priority and all of this stuff. Money has a close tie to absolutely every area of Maslow's hierarchy. So unfortunately, whether or not we want to believe it, money is an incredibly important part of our society. And having good money habits, which is of course something that we never learned in school is fundamental to having a happier, healthier life. So absolutely, absolutely check out The Richest Man in Babylon if you have not checked it out. It is one of my favorites, uh, the fundamentals of money, building wealth over time and, and creating true financial freedom. The second book that I think everybody should read uh, is uh, a little bit different than <laughs> The Richest Man in Babylon. It's uh, Tuesdays with Maury. So if you haven't heard of Tuesdays with Maury by uh, Mitch Albom, uh, essentially, it's the story of the main character, Maury, who is uh, is an elderly college professor diagnosed with ALS. And it runs through the it runs through a dying man's last six months of living and his thoughts about life and humanity. And I personally think one of the best ways one of the best ways to live truly is to study people who have, you know, come near death. Right. Because. Uh, and there's actually a quote in the book, Maury says, everyone knows they're going to die, but no one accepts it. Once you truly accept that you're going to die, you truly start to live. Now, I can actually you know, confirm this. It wasn't until my best friend committed suicide that I truly came, you know, came across and was confronted by my own mortality and that one day I would die. And to see my best friend's life end was one of the most... Uh, traumatizing and also one of the most freeing experiences that I've ever had in my entire life. And, and I, I couldn't agree more that it isn't until we truly accept that one day we're going to die. One day, we our time on this earth will end out. It will, will end. We will run out of time. That's when we truly start to live. We stop making excuses. We stop living unpurposefully. We stop doing things that, that don't bring us joy and serve others and actually matter in this world rather than just running the rat race. And I personally think everybody should read Tuesdays with Maury because if, if at the very least, it will help you live just a little bit more intentionally. Now, the third book that I have on the list is Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. And I put this one on the list because this is kind of a almost like a Bible for me and my uh, my executive team at High Impact Coaching for scaling our business up. Um, this book is not for any new entrepreneurs. This is for seasoned entrepreneurs, multi-million dollar business owners, and and growing, obviously. Um, in it, uh, Vern Harnish really boils down the Rockefeller habits and what made John D. Rockefeller one of the most successful entrepreneurs in the history of America. And so obviously this book is not for you if you're just starting out, you're a solopreneur, you have like one or two people on your team. This is really for organizations with teams and growing and scaling because it'll run through everything from 
uh, from systems and structure and operations to team and hiring and leadership to cash flow and money and marketing to absolutely everything that will help you scale your business to multiple millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, uh, and beyond. But scaling up, I've studied a lot of business books, and this is one of the few books that I keep coming back to, and me and my team actually study on basically a weekly basis. We'll go through a chapter and, and review it and discuss it and implement it um, to make sure that we are implementing it within our business. So if you're looking for a really good business book to help you uh, scale your business up, I would highly suggest scaling up with Vern Harnish. Now, book number four, uh, this is The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. Now, the way the superior man might sound like it would only be good for men, but I would actually argue that it might be equally as beneficial for any women um, that are out there that might be dating a man or interested in dating men because it really runs through, uh, it, it really runs through the truth around masculine and feminine, the polarity and, and what's going on there. And it was probably one of the most powerful books for me to read to understand uh, understanding myself and understanding my interactions with the opposite sex as I pursued the dating world. And now that I am dating and not dating, well, yeah, I'm still dating my wife. I date her every week. Um, but dating and married, and it helps me understand, um, you know, our interactions because, uh, you know, we do look at things differently and see things differently and make decisions differently. And, and being able to be in my masculine while Maddie's in her feminine and understand the polarity and the importance of that, uh, has been really, really powerful. And I think it's incredibly important for women as well to understand why men do the things that they do. Because when you think, uh, I think Alison Armstrong says, you know, most women think that men are just hairy women. And most men think that women are just not hairy men. When the reality is they're almost two different species. And when you understand why men are behaving the way that they're behaving, you know, they're, it, it, you're less likely to judge them and get upset at them and complain about them because you realize, oh, this man is just doing this, you know, because he loves me or because he thinks this is what, you know, is really needed. Um, so The Way the Superior Man is an incredibly powerful book for understanding the masculine and feminine energy and also understanding the cycles and the growth and development of you as a man if you are a man. Now, uh, the last book that I have on the list, I'm a huge fan of reading autobiographies and biographies of people because I think one of the best ways to learn how to become uh, great is to study great people. Right. Not just, uh, you know, the theories and the books and the tactics, but what did they actually do? What did they actually think? How did they actually behave in real life? Right. Like I was talking about, I'm not a huge fan of theory. I'm a, I'm a very big fan of practical wisdom. What actually happened? And so I'm a big fan of reading autobiographies and biographies of people. And one of my favorite ones that I've read recently is Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson. Now, I, I love to learn from others and how they think and how they behave. And one of the things that I love about Richard Branson's book is it is an autobiography. It's not just a biography. So you actually get an insight into the way that he thinks and the way that he discerns things just by the way that he writes in this book. Plus, I got to be honest, it's entertaining as fuck. I mean, Richard Branson is a very entertaining guy, um, but he's truly one of those people who lived very intuitively, very heart-centered and heart-forward for his entire life and, and changed many different industries and continues to change many different industries because of it while serving the world in an amazing capacity. So Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson is book number five that I have on my list if you're an autobiography or biography fan. Now, just a reminder, just a reminder that information just for information's sake will not get you action. So be aware of the information you consume, but also more importantly, 
uh, the information that you take action on because the decisions you make and, and the actions that you take are truly going to be what dictate your life. Now, that's all I have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn with us here today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans, if you've gotten any value from this episode, don't forget to go to Amazon and grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. Thanks a ton.